0: I'm Tom Merritt, author of CNET's The Real Deal, and I am alone. Well, except for Veronica and, and our executive producer, Mark, are here. But Molly is, uh, actually, we were trying to save a little money, and uh, we checked Molly coming back from Atlanta and, and lost her in baggage claim. So we're, we're hoping that uh, Delta will be able to deliver her tomorrow. Uh, No, she just has the day off. Uh, She's recovering. And thanks to everybody out there in Duluth, Georgia, and the Atlanta area who came out to see us, where a lot of people came to see Molly, because she appears on Dave FM radio there. And uh, so we had a lot of Molly fans coming up. Not so many of the Tom fans. But that's okay. That's okay. I had some people in Texas said hi to me, so I wasn't lonely. And we gave away some Balls Guarana soda, which was kind of an unusual thing. This is a caffeine soda. Uh, that Comp USA sells. So next stop on the tour will be uh, this coming weekend in Vienna, uh, Virginia, which is outside of Washington, D.C. And then on Sunday, Edison, New Jersey, which is in New Jersey. So uh, take a look at 10.cnet.com if you want to get the details if you're in those areas or willing to drive cross country to meet people. I think Lori Grunin will be in Vienna with Brian Cooley. Uh, and I'm not I, I don't remember off the top of my head who's in Edison, but I think Cooley is there as well. All right, so let's dive into it. Uh, Geek.com reporting that Windows Vista is going to come in seven versions. That's right. If you were uh, kind of mildly annoyed by the old, well, there's Windows 2000 and Windows NT and Windows Me. Well, you can feel those feelings again because they're going to be giving you seven versions of Windows Vista. Now, right now, I think they have actually a pretty reasonable Windows XP Pro Windows XP Home. If you don't want to pay for all the networking things and all the pro things, you can get Windows XP Home. Some people complain that they leave some things out of XP Home that should be an XP Home that are, you know, like MS Config and some of these other options for networking. Uh, so to take care of that, Microsoft's going to release seven different versions of Windows Vista. There'll be a Starter Edition, which is structured much like the current Windows XP Starter Edition. Uh, And it'll go all the way up through Windows Vista Home Basic, Windows Vista Home Premium, uh, Windows Vista Work, Windows Vista Professional. It's just ridiculous. So uh, be on the lookout and decide which of the seven deadly Vistas you will want to select. Also, uh, Microsoft Office has uh, been unveiled. We have this on uh, CNET.com as well. We have a first take and a slideshow of this. It's also on slash Slashdot. Uh, Programmer's developments Conference has unveiled the user interface for the next version of Office. It's been a while since we had an Office update. And this is going to look a little familiar to OS 10 users. Because the menus now appear to operate more like a tab popping out of the right toolbar instead of out of a submenu. So, Office 12, not all that exciting, but it's always interesting to see when they make a radical change like that. So, uh, so take a look at that now onto the story that I really wish Molly was here because I think she would really get upset at this. There's a company according to the New York times and we're carrying this on news.com. There is a company that is planning to provide a service where if you pay $80, you can breeze through the security line at the airport without being checked. So, The idea being that business people often behave in the same way as terrorists, and let me explain... (laughs) <laughs> Not through their business practices. But the the kinds of things that are suspicious, like having a one-way ticket or changing your reservation at the last minute, are the flags that they often use to pull people aside and do extra security on them. Well, business people are often doing those very things. They've got a one-way ticket because they're gonna be going somewhere for quite a while, or they change their reservation after at the last minute because a conference fell out or a meeting changed, or, you know, this and that. So what this company is going to do is provide you for eighty dollars an identity card that is biometrically verified, has your fingerprint and I don't know, maybe your genetic information on it. I'm not sure how detailed it gets, but you will be able to walk up. And even if you're flagged as one of these pullovers, you show this card and TSA will say, oh, okay, Mr. So-and-so, you can just pass through the line here. So you get expedited uh, security passing and you get uh, a, a, a free pass from having that extra security looking through your, your bags and whatnot. $80 a year really isn't that much, but do you think that it's fair to let people pay their way through the security checkpoint? Number one, no, Veronica's like, no. Number two, do you think that if I'm a real clever terrorist, (laughs) that I won't find a way to pay some $80 with a clean record to get through here? I mean, you still have to go through the metal detector. You you know, you can't just smuggle in a bomb this way. What it does is it stops people from rifling through your bag. It allows you to leave your laptop maybe in the bag instead of having to take it out when you go through the x-ray machine. Just, it speeds you through a little. But, and also, apparently the way it works is you obtain an identity card that you show. Well, those things can be forged, maybe not easily, but they could be, any card can be theoretically forged. And even if it has biometric data i think it says in the news.com or the new york times story iris and fingerprint scans how i mean do you have to put your fingerprint down and then i mean to actually make that safe you're going to have to take some time they're going to have to scan your iris and then look at your card i mean it's a card it's separate from you what would be better is if you used your iris as a way to get through the security checkpoint so then they just scan your iris and you walk right through you don't even have to carry a card like Just like in Minority Report. Exactly. So, uh, and then people just be stealing your eyeballs. <laughs> but I think I mentioned this before uh, on the podcast once. When I was at CES several years back, there was a company that did the, uh, the biometric scanning of the iris. And they said that the shape of the iris changes when you gouge it out of someone's head. So you can't just steal the eyeball and use it independently. Even though you see it in the movies. Apparently that doesn't work. You have to actually have it encased in a head. <laughs> so it's a lot. It's a lot more difficult to carry that special extra head for the eyeball. You stole. anyway. Without Molly here to stop me, we've descended into some gruesomeness. So let me let me jump back out of that uh, to our next story about users being a little naughty on their corporate PCs. This is out of the Register. Uh, apparently, a study done showed that users are much more likely to engage in risky internet behavior at work because. They feel like the IT department will protect them against viruses, worms, spyware, spam, phishing. Now, I know you're all thinking porn, but it's not just that. It's, you know, downloading interesting programs or screensavers or whatnot. Uh, Two in five, 39% actually, of those quizzed reckoned their IT department will prevent them from falling victim to threats such as spyware and phishing. Folks, this is exactly the nightmare your IT department believes, because they're desperately trying to keep you safe. So if you're out there testing them, sure, on one hand, that's going to make sure that the corporate network is as safe as houses. But on the other hand, um, you may actually hurt the corporate network. So think about this. And it's, you know, it's one of those things where this is human behavior and no amount of talking about it is really probably going to change the behavior that much. But uh, yeah, just because you're on the corporate network doesn't mean you, you, you are immune I mean, a zone alarm firewall downloaded on your home PC probably provides you close to the same amount of protection because things are always coming up new. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wonder what you all think about this. So give, send us an email, buzz at cnet.com, or give us a call. We haven't had a good voicemail in a while, have we? 1-800-616-CNET. What does the CNET stand for? Veronica hates me now. But maybe that's why you haven't called. Maybe it's it's what? 1-800-616-2638. There. See? Now you don't have to read letters. You can just dial it and send it to us. Alright, now this one scares me. The Fujitsu Enon robot goes on sale in Japan today. I saw this on Engadget. The Fujitsu Enon robot is a service to humans robot. For now. <laughs> uh-huh. Till they start replicating. That's a, I stole that joke from Engadget. But... Uh, these robots feature autonomous navigation, made possible by pre-pro- pre-programmed maps and wide-angle cameras for sensing objects. The ability to transport objects of up to ten kilograms in an internal storage compartment, a la Bender from Futurama, as Engadget points. Out. I'm stealing all my good material from Engadget today. Um, but yeah, these are little personal assistant robots. So this is you know your first step on the way to Rosie the Robot from the Jetsons. How much is ten kilograms? How much is 10 kilograms? That's about. I don't know, five pounds, okay. and someone out there is like, no, that's not even close because I can convert kilograms to pounds in my head. But yeah, it's uh, kilograms are less than pounds. That's all. That's all I really know. Uh, so yeah, be on the watch. They're starting in Japan, but they will be invading America sometime. Uh, they won't start shipping until November in Japan, so we still have time to protect ourselves from the enon. Also, another uh, good little Japan piece of news here uh, that I saw on Boing Boing. Japan is seeing the first ever decrease in coins being used because you can make small payments either by your cell phone or with credit cards. You can do a lot of small item payments. Some places you can do that. I was actually able to charge a bottle of water for $1.49 this weekend, which I I seriously did not think I would be allowed to do. So it's happening in America a little bit. A lot of places still have the must-have minimum charge to actually... Uh, make a Visa, and we don't have a lot of the pay-for-it-with-your-cell-phone it vending machines. Yeah, Veronica is demanding that. Industry of America, get us payments by cell phones. But apparently, this is actually decreasing the use of coins. And, as Boing Boing points out, this is also decreasing the anonymity of buying small things. Now, I don't know that I care if someone is keeping a database of how much gum I buy, or magazines. But, you know, it we are moving... Forward into a world of of data on you stored in a big database somewhere. So watch out. The Enon robots will get a hold of it, and then we're all done. All right, so uh, we got a little bit of time, right? Yeah? Um, Where are we? 11. Okay, so the indeterminate length is still upholding. Uh, We haven't mentioned Google or Yahoo yet, Uh, so (laughs) I'm going to mention eBay. Uh, because eBay bought Skype over the weekend and we didn't have a podcast on Monday, so we didn't get to touch on this. I'm going to hold off a little bit cause I, this is one I definitely want to bat around with Molly, but, uh, I, I was talking with somebody at dinner this weekend about the fact that the Skype rumor was happening and he's, oh no, 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 there's no way those Skype guys are going to sell. Yeah. Well, guess what? They sold. Uh, so eBay getting into the Skype game, that's an interesting partnership. Because eBay hasn't ventured into something quite like that before. And with Google Talk coming out, which is obviously their first baby steps into voice over the Internet, which they have said that they intend to turn into, you know, full on phone system someday. Uh, And Yahoo responding to Google Talk by upping the promotion of their voice. AIM has had voice, but I haven't seen much promotion on that. So now you've got Skype, which is real VoIP, which can compete both on that instant messaging front, not because it doesn't have instant messaging per se in it, uh, but because it has that same free talking over the internet quality that Google has. Ver- and they can compete with Vonage because they also can allow you to call to a landline. And now they're owned by eBay. So it's just diversification as far as I can I could I tell. Well, you're saying, Veronica is reminding me that Skype has instant messaging in it, but it's not an instant messenger. It's just packaging, I know. You can, you can do text stuff on Skype. That's true. We should point out. And then finally, uh, MotleyFool.com uh, reporting that uh, the next .com buyout will be us, CNET. Um, it says, don't be paranoid. Those are the first three words. That's good. I, I, <laughs> I feel better now. Uh, yeah, they're, they're speculating that CNET might be the next to get gobbled up in the wake of Skype getting bought. And guess who? Uh, we can't make it out of the podcast without mentioning them. Yahoo and Google. Predicted as the uh, the most likely people uh, to purchase CNET Interactive Corp, which is Barry Diller's uh, media conglomerate. They own Ask Jeeves, among other things. Uh, News Corp, Rupert Murdoch. So I might get replaced by Bart Simpson, perhaps if that happened. Uh, and then others back in the pack like Viacom and Time Warner, but. Yeah, anyway, CNET officially does not ever comment on these sorts of things, but Molly Fool reporting that, so take a look. We, it, the rumors have flown before about CNET. Nobody's gobbled us up yet because we're a big fat red candy pill that nobody's sure they want to swallow. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. That we had to force Google and Yahoo in there somehow. Anyway, uh, I'm sure you all miss Molly even more than I do, but she'll be back tomorrow. And uh, once again, if you want to email us and tell us how much you miss Molly, buzz at CNET.com or 1-800-616-CNET. Thanks for listening, folks. Bye.